Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Ever since her marriage, Jessie Calvert's main ambition has been to bring about a permanent split between her husband and his daughter. This desire had been strengthened after Brett Cameron's return to Wakefield. For Jessie's former sweetheart shared her interest in gaining possession of Ben's wealth. In a way, fate had played into their hands. Ben had been furious when Kit tricked him, stole another woman's child, and pretended the baby was her own. Later, when the case was brought to trial, she perjured herself on the stand. Naturally, the publicity which resulted from the affair had been a great blow to Ben's pride. And Jessie had carefully played upon her husband's resentment, his wounded vanity. Kit was in a nearby sanitarium now after a mental breakdown. But Jessie was still determined to see the girl tried for perjury and sent to prison. And today, waiting for her husband's return from Huntsville, she believes her desires are close to realization. Well, now Jessie lifts her head eagerly, hearing the front door close and Ben's step in the hallway. Ben? Oh, I'm in here in the study. All right, Jessie. See you later. Aren't you coming in? I thought I'd go on up and lie down for a while. I'm tired. Well, my goodness. At least come in for a minute and tell me what happened. Oh, confound it. You can be so inconsiderate, Jessie. Especially when a man's tired. Well, I'm sorry, darling. I suppose it is selfish of me, but I'm so anxious to know what happened. Did you see the district attorney? Yes, I saw him. Well, what'd he say? Who's it down, dear? Well, what could he say? Well, I mean, did he offer any explanation as to why he hasn't done something about bringing Kit to trial before this? Naturally. Ben, do I have to worm this story out of you? Why can't you be sensible and tell me? You know how interested I am. Oh, yes. I'm aware of your interest, all right. And you know why I'm interested. Because I hate seeing you get such a raw deal. Yes, Jesse, yes, 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 of course. I wish you'd stop being so monosyllabic, Ben. I'm your wife, after all. I have a right to know about a situation which affects us both so deeply. That's a new one. I don't see how it affects you. Nobody's accused you of being a partner to what Kid did. Well, just the same as your wife, I come in for criticism, too. But that's not what I meant. It's how this thing affects you. It's so unfair. I only hope you made it clear to Gerald Craig. Made what clear to him? Why, your reason for demanding that Kit be brought to trial. But regardless of the fact that she's your daughter, you know she has to pay for committing such a crime. But you can't have people thinking you've bought, bought them off over there in the DA's office. Who ever said anything about buying them off? Jesse, you do get the weirdest, most nonsensical ideas. Well, you know very well if Craig's office doesn't take some action, that's what people will naturally assume. Well, they're going to take action. There's nothing to worry about on that score. Well, how soon, then? Right away, I hope. I believe Craig intends to get after it at once, yes. Oh, Ben, that's more like it. <laughs> I'm curious, though. What reason did he give for holding off this long? He said he'd been snowed under with more urgent business well, I'd like to know what could be more urgent than enforcing the laws. If a person tells a lot of lies on the witness stand, it seems to me it looks very bad to let them get by with it. <laughs> All these months. Well, Jesse, you may rest assured that your moral indignation is going to be vindicated in the near future. Well, I must say, Ben, you don't sound very glad about it. In fact, you sound almost bitter. And I don't see why you should. You know very well you did the only decent thing. I think you'd feel proud of yourself. Hmm proud. It took a lot of courage to do what you did today. Don't think I underestimate it. 
I know how painful it must have been having to go there and discuss the fact your daughter's a criminal. Don't use that word, Jesse. I don't like it. Ben, dear, you mustn't be sensitive. It's not your fault. You're not responsible for what she did. <laughs> Nevertheless, it is true Kit broke the law. And it's just as true she deserves to be punished. Jesse, the truth is sometimes a bitter pill to swallow. Very bitter. Oh, poor dear, you're taking this so hard. I only wish I could make you feel better somehow. I had no idea you'd let it get you down this way. I don't want sympathy. I just wish you wouldn't gloat. Gloat? Yes. Oh, that's an unkind thing to say. I'm only trying to buck you up. Believe me, my dear, I'm certainly not gloating. Maybe you don't intend to, but that's how it sounds. The fact is you don't like Kitten never had Secretly, I think you're quite pleased at the prospect of her going to prison. I don't deserve that. All I want is for you to be happy. To hold your head up in this town as you used to. You've no idea how it's galled me all these months knowing what people were saying behind your back. I know what they've been saying. Sometimes, though, I wonder if I haven't exaggerated the importance of it. I'm sure I don't know what you mean by that, Ben. Surely it's not unreasonable to be upset when one's reputation is destroyed. Especially through no fault of one's own. Eh, uh, I suppose. Then, what on earth's the matter with you? Nothing. Forget it, Jesse. But please don't keep hammering at me. But I've never heard you talk like this before. It's not like you to be such a... a defeatist. Then perhaps I'm finally coming to my senses. No. I think I'm beginning to understand what happened today. Craig probably implied you were cold-hearted about Kit. Instead of congratulating you for doing the right thing, he must have acted as though you were an unnatural father or some such rot. That's it, isn't it? Don't put words in my mouth, Jesse. Well, something's bothering you, and I can't imagine what else could be. You never talked like this before. At first, you were so angry at Kit for the way she behaved. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, maybe that's the trouble, Ben. Maybe I understand too well. You're letting yourself go soft. Probably thinking about a father's duty or some such silly thing. Well, let me ask you this. Did Kit ever stop to think about a daughter's duty? Or her loyalty to her father? Did she? Jesse, I'd rather not discuss it. Why, then? Because you're afraid to? There's absolutely no point in our going over the whole thing again. That's all. Just let it go. Very well, then. If you don't trust me and value my opinion, then let's forget it. Why do you have to make it a personal issue? Well, what else can it be? I'm your wife, Ben. My sole concern is your happiness. Naturally, I feel hurt when I find you refusing to confide in me. Nonsense. Do you realize you haven't even told me what happened? What the district attorney said? I told you when I first came in. He intends to take action immediately. You mean he's not going to hold off because of all this foolish talk of kids being mentally ill? He seems to agree with you. He, too, seems to doubt that she's as ill as they say she is. There. I was sure it was a put-up job. Probably David Bowman and this psychiatrist. This Dr. Larrabee out at the sanitarium cooked the whole thing up between them. Why, I felt all along Kit's as sane as you or I. One thing about you, Jesse. You're always so sure of yourself. So sure you're right. You used to be, too, Ben. That's as it should be. And that happens to be the real reason I'm worried about you today. 
I hate to see you lose your self-confidence, darling. Especially when you're doing the only right thing there is to do. Well, Jesse, right and wrong are relative values. It all depends on how you look at the problem. Anyway, I'm too tired to argue the point. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll go upstairs as I intended to when I came in. As I told you, I'm very tired. But Jesse was puzzled, worried by her husband's attitude. If Ben got cold feet now, Jesse thought, if he backed down, he might cancel out all the gains she'd made. What was he up to? Alarmed, Jesse followed Ben upstairs, went to his bedroom. She paused outside his closed door and listened as he called a phone number. Hello? Lunchville Sanitarium? Hey, let me speak to Dr. Larrabee. Dr. Larrabee, yes, yes. This is Ben Calvert. Ben Calvert, yes. What's the matter? You're deaf? It's about my daughter. She's a patient over there. Look here, I want to speak to the doctor. Oh, I see. Well, when will he be back? Not in... Wait a moment. What are the visiting hours over there? Ah, uh, two to four in the afternoon, eh? Uh, thank you very much. No. No message. Goodbye. Outside in the hallway, Jessie had forgotten that she was an eavesdropper, that she had no right to listen. All she felt was anger and fear. Anger that her husband's bond with his daughter had not been destroyed as she had hoped, and fear of what this might mean to the plans she and her former lover, Brett Cameron, had in mind. <laughs> 